0: Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today, we're gonna to be visiting the doctor. Ooh, yeah, so that's never fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about um, the experience of going to the doctor here in Germany versus what it's like in the States because believe it or not, there are many differences.
1: And let's talk about them.
0: We That's, that's the plan, Jeff. Dive in, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Welcome back. We are now on episode 31, believe yeah, it or not.
0: We are 31. And I find, I don't know, after 30, it doesn't feel as exciting anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I think 50 will be the next whoa daddy number. Will we,
0: will we make it that far? Sure. Okay.
1: I remember on episode three, you were saying. True. You were saying, how much further can we go with this, Jeff? I think we're out of ideas. <laughs> I think we're out of ideas.
0: So well, I believe you
1: then. Cut to six months later. We're still rocking. So I think we're okay. Looking forward to the countdown of 50. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of progress, we did an- another interview
0: recently, yeah, we did. didn't we? Last night. Yeah, last night actually. Um went longer than we thought it was going to go, but yeah, that's because we had a really good time yeah it was nearly a two-hour interview yeah and it's also going to be featured on uh youtube which is our first time showing our lovely faces on the tube of you
1: yeah and maybe we'll give you extra information on what we're even talking about Yeah, true. Uh, we were on an episode of the get up and get out podcast which is hosted by
0: steve chrissell yeah and the show um, is also an expat type of podcast, podcast. Yeah. And it features weekly interviews with uh, like other people who have gotten up and out, so to speak, of their home country to live or live and work uh, somewhere around the world. And uh, I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we had a really good time and enjoyed doing that interview.
1: Yeah, Steve is, is, got, has so much energy and he was really, really just fun. And he, he kept asking, Questions uh, on the fly that he you could tell like it weren't one, you know, one of his pre-written questions. Oh, yeah. like really good on-the-fly questions Yeah, we were just laughing having a good time And then when we ended we turned off our recorder and, and I was like that was nearly two hours Well, yeah, 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 and it was, it was
0: cool. He drank uh, he drank a whiskey with us. He drank a uh, Johnny Walker uh,
1: it, was a, it was a Johnny Walker rye.
0: I which I'd never heard of before but I'm yeah. also not a big Johnny Walker fan either No, so. me
1: neither, but apparently they make a rye at least it, that's what seemed like it was. It was a, a rye whiskey yeah. by Johnny Walker, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, and he said he's never really uh, had a drink while recording before and he prefers it. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if he prefers it, but he enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, taught him something new today. Uh, podcasting
1: sober or podcasting with uh, a, little, a little drinky? A little drinky. That's yeah. better. Come I prefer a little do whiskey. I, do we have to even ask answer that question? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think it's pretty obvious to everybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, another shout-out is uh, James from Kentucky. Oh, sorry, before I move on. Oh, yeah. We should let everybody know.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, when it's, when, when's it coming out, Jeff? Yes. The episode of the Get Up and Get Out podcast that we will be on will air next Monday, which is September 1st. So look out for the Get Up and go- Get Out podcast by Steve yeah. Crystal.
0: And by the time this is released, it'll be September 3rd, I believe. So it's already out. So go right. take a look at oh, it. sorry. Yeah. It's so, there.
1: So it's been out two days. So you're yeah. behind... Go check it out. And um, we'll there will also be a link in uh, on our website in the news section. I already yeah. put a little article, so there will be a little link. Uh, or just, you know, use the Google machine. You'll
0: find them. That's it. Yes. Yeah, so again, big thanks to Steve. Um, that was a good time. It's so much fun. Yeah. Another shout-out, a quick one, is uh, James from Kentucky. He's been listening to us for a while. He sent us a few uh, messages before. And he said he really enjoyed our last episode with the Woodford Reserve. And he I think he's a big bourbon guy. Yeah, you kind of said what i said as well like the woodford reserve kind of poops on the uh four roses
1: yeah but i, I also I, but i would not say the four roses is a bad bourbon it's very decent and, and a lot of like high-end restaurants around here they use it as their mix, mixer whiskey if you order sure. order a whiskey sour or whatever it's 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 a good it's still a good whiskey I, I, I just
0: really was not that big of a fan of it
1: yeah but both of us we don't we're not huge fans of bourbon in general so yeah. again it's like it, like how much does that opinion really matter? You know, if you don't even I mean, like bourbon, what in your opinion of a bourbon, how know, much so. do
0: our opinions matter at all? V- all li- very very little, little, I think. Yeah. Very I mean, little. Very little. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but just
1: saying we are not bourbon experts. So maybe that's why we're not huge on bourbon. Yeah. We're not
0: experts in many things.
1: Well, you know, we got some
0: stuff. We got some stuff we got some stuff cooking cooking in the old noggin. Yeah. Um how you been these past uh these past days. days well I saw yesterday. Uh yeah, I've been alright. I actually just um I'm gonna mail in actually mailed in my um what is it, my voting abroad request form. Oh
1: the absentee
0: ballot ballot yeah, request. Think, exactly. Yeah. It's uh, votefromabroad.org. They made it really easy, they fill you tell me information, they fill mm. it out for you, you print it, and you you either have to fax it or mail it. So um, yeah, I mailed it over. And I don't know when the form's gonna come in when I can vote, but hopefully.
1: Uh, it's a while, cause I, I mailed yeah. mine in, yeah, a month and a half ago and I still haven't really received word yet. But I- I'm sure there's a website where you can check whether or not that registration went through, and just so all Americans know, it's very easy to vote from abroad. Uh, even if you're, well, obviously you're not a resident of any U.S. state. Uh, they always just ask you to uh, put down the state that you were last a resident in. Right. Uh, you know, when when a when a doing your absentee uh, and like th- your
0: driver's license or ID number or social security number they ask for. Yeah, it. yeah.
1: You just you just won't be able to vote on actual uh, state. Uh, a state, uh, what would you call them, uh, state state measures or or, mm. or or the governor of the state. You'll just be able to only be able to vote on federal stuff like right. the president, etc.
0: Yeah, so I encourage everyone in or not in the states to uh, vote. It's a pretty big election.
1: Yeah, and no matter where you live, vote. Vote.
0: Uh, how you doing? What what have you been up to? Oh,
1: uh busy weekend. Uh, it was my girlfriend's birthday weekend. And actually, you came, I think, Friday, Saturday... I think we did three days in a row. Yeah, mm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where we met up. Remember, we went to the park Friday, Yeah, dinner Saturday, and then the park actual again. park birthday yeah. party uh, on Sunday. Always outside, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, Sunday, you, me, and your girlfriend, we arrived early and set up all these nice balloons and signs and stuff and made the
0: whole yeah. area look really nice and pretty. And my, that girl- was fun.
1: my girlfriend was really surprised, really loved it. I, uh, had a great time and uh, weather was great the whole weekend. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. and now the weather is uh, pretty terrible. So Suddenly cloudy, rainy, and uh, quite shitty in general. Yeah, my, my, my head can't really control itself because it went from, you know, like 35 degrees down yeah. to 20. And I'm having stuffy nose and everything because it's just like Yeah, a lot of people annoying. get headaches
1: and just, just yeah. feel your body reacts
0: in weird ways to these weather changes. I mean, but, you know, that's Berlin weather. Gotta get used to it yeah it is what it is and honestly
1: i don't think this is the end i think we'll have one or two random days oh for sure probably early september that'll be randomly 80 90 degrees again and then suddenly there'll be the every year there's always mid-september the big drop of like 20 degrees and then that's it you know what i mean like summer is now gone it is now cold and rainy and drizzly
0: and good luck for the next six months ouch yes um
1: but but we have some actually interesting news that we that i came across randomly yeah in an article recently okay uh so aldi uh, which is one of the discount supermarkets <coughs> in germany you know in germany Excuse you have aldi of lidl yeah uh, netto al- Aldi's is also in the states now too yeah yeah some states americans call it al uh, aldi aldi. It's aldi aldi um but we just discovered that aldi this discount supermarket somehow won two gold medals at the Spirits Business Scotch Whiskey Masters Awards in 2018. To be fair, I don't know what that is. Well, basically, it's one of the, the biggest awards internationally. Oh, okay. So for, it's actually
0: worth something. It's not like J.D. Power &
1: Associates. No, no, no. no. Like yeah, yeah. For for, for uh, one of the biggest awards in the world. So basically, uh, two whiskeys made by Aldi were labeled, in a sense, the best whiskeys in the world. That's so hard By to Aldi, a discount supermarket that from my experience usually has like a cheap not joking six euro bottle of whiskey and that's it yeah uh and apparently they 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 in 2018 had these amazing bottles of whiskey which sold for only between 15 and 20 euro uh but yeah it really it blew my mind when i saw the article and we actually today went to try to get some of these but yes uh, i don't i guess they don't make them anymore because we're we're two years behind so uh, True. unfortunately
0: it, speaking of 15 to 20 euro whiskey um So Jeff and I kind of Messed up today We did not buy a whiskey before For the episode We usually buy them a week Or two weeks before So we're ready prepared But um, Today At like 3 o'clock We record usually around 7 o'clock So at 3 o'clock Jeff sent me a message Like hey What are we drinking today And I'm like We don't have anything Yeah we, we
1: we were bad this week
0: As Jeff was on his way over He tried to get the Aldi whiskey Couldn't find it So I went to this little shop Down the street It's not a whiskey shop By any means But they had like Probably ten whiskeys, five of which were Jim Beam or Jack Daniel's varieties. Which none of you want to hear us drink,
1: because we've we've all had a Jack and a Jim Beam. Once exactly. In a
0: while, so. Um, so what I have here is a 19 euro bottle of whiskey. Uh, when I googled it, I actually said it might have been made from Aldi. I'm not really sure. And I, I don't know. Does, not, does it have a name? It has a name. It's a Spe- Speymore. S P E Y M mm. H O R. It says the Extraordinary Spaymore Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, specially selected, distilled, matured, and bottled for the Spaymore Distillers Company. For the Spaymore Distillers Company, not by. Yeah, for. Interesting.
1: Yeah, well, there are some German quote unquote uh whiskey distillers who they they actually have their whisk their scotch made in Scotland by a different distillery, shipped over to Germany and then they bottle it here. Yeah. And then they call it like a German scotch, which is it's not and,
0: you know, this bottle is kind of all over the place. So it says traditionally matured, doesn't say how long. aged and oak barrels, again doesn't say how long. And uh at the top it says, which I find kind of bizarre Fine and rare Scotch whiskey from Scotland.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm a little dubious about this one. Me too. Uh, I, I usually am scared of bottles that don't say how long they've been aged. I mean, sometimes you see that because it's a blend and they've mixed a, a 12 year whatever and a yep. eight year whatever. But um, sometimes they just don't put it because they've only been aged, you know, three years or, or something not and, worth mentioning. You know. And like
0: we learned at the uh, Spreewood Distillery um, in in Scotland, they can be aged any year. Right.
1: Yeah, I know in Germany it had to be three years in order to be called a whiskey, but I believe in Scotland it didn't matter. I think that's what he said. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I
0: think you're right. And this also has uh, fobish stuff, so it has food coloring in it, which and also
1: throws us off because that kind of is some sometimes a sign of a bad whiskey
0: if they right. have to actually artificially color it. I mean, a lot of big whiskey companies, like um, I think like uh, Tullamore Dew or um, like Jack Daniel's J- and stuff, Jameson, they put that in there to make it all consistent, which makes sense. It's for branding, marketing. Yeah, maybe the same thing. I don't know, but it's a very very light color. And there's no age on it, so I, it looks. This, this could be aged one year with some it looks, food coloring. It in looks it. like
1: a white wine, uh, kind of a color with, with just a hint of brown. So which so, doesn't mean it's bad. We've had
0: no, light whiskeys before, and they've been amazing. No, I so. know,
1: but but they've they've said they've added food coloring. So that means w- what did it look like before? Like it was yeah. bit, almost clear, meaning it has not absorbed that much from these oak barrels. So they've, it's probably been aging not that long. I'm just so, I'm just guessing.
0: Oh, it actually does say bottled in Scotland, at the bottom.
1: Oh, okay, so there's nothing German about it then. It's just it's just sold in Germany.
0: But on the back it says something about Hamburg, and it's very confusing. That's just gonna be the importer, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it could be the importer. It's very confusing. Um, it's got a plastic plastic uh, cork up top. But you know what? Maybe we will be uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna remove all my negative thoughts and just see, let's just see what happens. Let's do it.
1: It's
0: got a great pop. That was that was a nice pop. We're off to a good start. And that's glug. You have the
1: gloves recently, man. Mm. Okay. The smell's not really telling me much. Let's see. Could go no. either. Could go either way. Yeah. Let's find out. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Um. <laughs> I'm mean, like really no words. Um. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Speechless, but not in the. The way that you think just more like there's really not a whole lot to say about that it's not, not really a scotchy mm. it's like it's a it's a diet scotch <laughs> yeah you know scotch what I mean? light um yeah i mean it's what can you say <laughs> i don't know <coughs> let's mull this over i mean it's whiskey yeah, it's it's whiskey for sure i mean it's, it's I'm not i don't want to spit it out it's, nope. it's it's not offending me it's but no. it's also not blowing
0: my mind. Let's no. let's mull that over and we'll, Th- this could be another you know yeah. one of those you know. It might grow on you. Chill, yeah. Micro, yeah. who knows? Uh, again, everyone, before we get started, uh, please remember to leave us a, re- a review if you are so inclined, and to give us a little subscription on uh, Facebook or on Podbean or on Apple Podcasts or you know yeah, whatever. That'd
1: be, that'd be wonderful. And also, you know, don't forget to visit our website at agdw podcast. <laughs> .com or if you like pictures of things visit our Instagram
0: at, yeah, at @americans.in.germany.podcast we want to get those follower numbers up. They're not very good.
1: Yeah, but we put po- we post c- cool stuff. I think so. We, like some beautiful pictures of our bottles by thank, Alex. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. We also, uh, if you ever go on trips that we mentioned in the podcast, like like we have lots of pictures on Instagram of yeah.
0: our trip to the distillery. A lot of teasers and little riddles about what the next episode's about.
1: Yeah, yeah they keep you updated about the, the episodes. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So, yeah. uh, and, you know, what does it take it's just to click follow? Not much. <laughs> Let's let's be honest, you're probably following you know a thousand of people. What's what's another
0: one? Go on. Anyways, enough pandering. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Jeff visiting the doctor, yeah, going we're, we're, to a German doctor.
1: Yes, going to the German doctor. Uh that's a thing, huh? Yeah. Now, um both of me and Alex, of course, having been here several years, have experience. We have been to the doctor in Germany. Fair, so
0: fair, fair share amount of so this, the is, time. this
1: is This is first hand experience. Yeah. Um I've had some good experiences and some not so good experiences which we will discuss as we yep. get on. Um but yeah, I guess a, a good place to start would be okay, you know, you've you've gotten sick. Yes. Uh, I, I guess you would say in in Germany people are more inclined to go to the doctor right away to yeah. to try to, to see about something right because um it is it is much more affordable. So you know, it's not like in the US where you really have to mull it over for a few weeks and like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, oh, can I afford this? Is it worth it? Oh, oh, it's, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that much. It's not that bad. You know,
0: let's, let's wait on it, you know, yeah, cause it, it costs it, you some money. Sure, uh, You take time off your job, which then you're not getting paid. Yeah. Um, have, where those have, problems don't exist, uh, here. Have you experienced that though? Like friends of yours who were like avoiding going to the
1: doctors back in the States?
0: I mean, I left when I was, when I was younger, so mm. we didn't have that many health problems that I can really think of. So no,
1: Oh, okay, so. <laughs> but did you? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, of course, I've had a few. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah and, uh, and and here people are just kind of like, oh, you're not feeling well, like, go to the doctor. It's like mm-hmm. very kind of like nonchalant, whatever. It's not like a big deal, you know, just go to the doctor. Go get it checked out, man.
1: Yeah, I think it only becomes kind of maybe more big, t- if, if you're a fresh expat, you're, you know, your German's not so good, like, you're kind of, you don't really understand maybe the health insurance system that well, you know, right. maybe, maybe you avoid it just as you avoid... A lot doing of... Doing anything. Yeah, a lot of bureaucratic, in quote, out quote, things, you yeah. know, when you're in a new foreign country.
0: Um, also, before we get started, just a few little tidbits of information and important things. Sure. So, um, Germany's health system is ranked 25 in the world. 25th in the world. Right. Uh, the USA's is 37th in the world, according to the WHO.
1: Which is the World Health Organization for exactly. anybody who doesn't know
0: the WHO. The WHO. Uh, yeah. And if you're ever in Europe, I think it's all of Europe, yeah. Couldn't confirm it's every country. Uh, Most, no, it's not in Britain. England is different. Britain, Great Britain is different. Let's just say for sure
1: in Germany, the emergency number
0: is 112 for medical and fire. If If you need the police, it's 110, but you can always call 112 and you can still get the police as well. It just might take a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, I just I really think what's the point just have one number for everything just like in the US. And then you tell them what's going on and then they direct you to okay, I'll put you to, I'll contact I'll uh, connect you with the you know the fire department or connect you to the police, you know. Exactly. I don't get cuz you're not in the heat of the moment, are you going to remember which one's 110 and which one's 112? Probably not. Exactly. But you can dial e- either one and you'll be okay.
0: Yeah, and if you if you need that 112, you need to take an ambulance. Don't worry, it's not going to cost you anything to take an ambulance. It's all going to be taken care of.
1: Uh, no, it does.
0: No, not if you have insurance.
1: Yeah, no, but if you're here as a tourist, I had, I had to pay for it.
0: Well, you had no insurance. Yeah. but, yeah, but no, If but you're living here and you have German health insurance, it's not going to cost you anything. That's fact.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay, okay. No, but because some of the people we're talking, were talking about... You know might become as a visitors or yeah. they're just here you know the first few months they don't quite have the german health insurance yet true so you know yeah be if
0: you don't have insurance it's going to cost something but if you have insurance which if you have a job you most likely do um it won't cost you anything just let you know so german doctors insurances it's a little bit complicated yeah we gave a little rundown back in our
1: oh god oh episode a while ago Five. We we, five. Talk, we talked about social. Uh, if, if it's five, I'll be so happy with myself because uh, I just pulled that out of my. Butt. I think it is five. Uh, we talked about the social systems of Germany a little bit, but you know, Alex is going to give you a little a rundown of the public health insurance system just as a refresher,
0: right? Just as a little refresher. So, uh, the public health health insurance is all publicly funded through your uh, job. If if you're working as a um, as a 40 hour you know contract employee, hmm. uh, so you pay 14.6 uh, percent of your paycheck monthly goes into health insurance and then it's pretty much all publicly funded, but it's actually technically not publicly funded. So what that means is that they're actually private companies. So you can choose your uh, health insurance company. For example, I have TK. Uh, my girlfriend has something different. And they 90% of the time have the same coverage. Maybe one will give you a bit better dental or something like that, but they're mostly 90% the same. Yeah. But So they're private companies, but they're all funded publicly.
1: Yeah. An example is because if you're in the UK, you have the NHS. So it, it's one organization that handles right. all the public health insurance. Whereas in Germany, there is, oh, just throwing a random number out there. 10 or I don't know exactly where but they're all they're all public health insurance but you can choose do you want tk do you want this do you want that so exactly at at the end of
0: the day it's most likely not going to matter no but like it can be confusing thinking about it. it took me a while to wrap my head around but yeah so it's like all publicly funded but they're technically private companies but it's still national health insurance so to speak Make sense? Right. Cool.
1: And, and if, if you are a salaried employee, of course, uh, for the most part, you must have a public health insurance. Legally, yeah. Yeah, legally, yeah. And um, you can only opt for a private health insurance mm. under c- certain circumstances. Now, um, we're bad. Uh, we didn't quite do the research on that. But from what I recall, uh, you have to make quite a bit of money in okay. order to be able to have the choice like, like at, at our levels, we don't have the choice of switching to a private. I don't believe. Right. Um, you know, I, I couldn't tell you what the threshold is. Maybe we'll put that on our extras page later. Yeah. Um, so it's only really choice for people that uh, make more of in the higher end. You know.
0: Yeah. And I guess if you have private insurance, you might get um, quicker times, get to a specialist doctor. Uh, I think you get, you get uh, private rooms in a, um, in the hospital. So you get a few perks by paying, um, privately. Right. But most people don't. And of course,
1: most people that have private are freelancers, etc. Because that's what I have. And when you come and you get a visa to be a freelancer, uh, you're only allowed to get private health insurance. So it's required. So so I've always had private health insurance. I've never had public health insurance uh, while being in Germany. Interesting.
0: And what's also kind of cool about insurance is you get a little card and so every time you go to the doctor they just kind of ask for your card they put it in a machine mm-hmm. and then everything's taken care of and i thought what's really cool one time too i moved right and i went to the doctor and asked for, him for my address it was the first time i was at that doctor obviously cause it's in oh, a new so area you want to tell them your new your new uh, address so yeah that doctor asked where you live i lived oh, down the street blah 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 and then I scanned my card, and then a week later in the mail, I got a new insurance card with my new address on it. Nice. So I didn't have to call my insurance company. I have to. I didn't have to do anything. They just did it all for you. It was just like all automatic and just working. I don't know what's happening. The computer's in the background, beep, 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 but something's happening. Nice. I thought, was, I thought that was really uh, the wheels are in motion. Really neat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, when you're uh, when you are actually sick from work, I'm never uh, sick. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, now, having uh, rarely been in a salaried employee, but I do know just from my girlfriend who is a salaried employee, yeah. uh, you have to provide. It's not like you, you know, you 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 could fake it, but you have to actually provide a um, it's quote unquote doctor's note, right? It, you know, you know, it, but it's 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 mostly be, uh, because of uh
0: the insurance reimbursement reasons exactly. for, for the day
1: of work that you missed, basically. So, so yes, yeah, so if you
0: miss like a week at work, um. Your insurance should be paying your salary instead of the your employer, I believe. It's something mm. like this. I'm not hundred percent super well versed in this, but it's something like that. And I think some companies do have some kind of grace days. Like for us, we can have two days without a doctor's note, for example.
1: Right. But anything anything longer than that, then you need you need to uh, bring this kind of. Pe- I don't. Uh, what's do you know the name for it? Uh, it's this, oh, I have no idea. I've seen it before. It's this piece of paper that you have to bring from the doctor, just kind of proving that yeah, yet, yet, yes, you were told you needed to take these three days off of work.
0: And you get one for your employer and one for um, that you send to your insurance, and they take care of some stuff. Like my insurance app as, a, as an app, you just scan it, and then it's all bing bang boom taken care of. Nice. Um, and before we start talking about private insurance, uh, your expertise or ish funny story was when i first moved here i got my insurance and i really didn't use it for the first year because i wasn't sick or anything or often i don't know what happened but I, I didn't use it often and i got a random check in the mail which felt also weird because germany doesn't really use checks wait you got a, what i got a check from my health insurance company but when you mean check they transfer it to your bank account no like an actual paper
1: check but Germany doesn't do checks. I know. I don't know why. It was really I've weird. I've never seen a check. In I've Germany. never
0: seen a check here. But they sent me a check for seventy-five euro, with a note attached, being like, Wait, "Hey, so welcome. You haven't used us in a while. Here's some money because you haven't used us." Oh, that's nice. I but, guess. But there's a piece of paper. You actually had to go to the bank and deposit? I never did. I think it's still in my file somewhere.
1: Wait. Why? Why did you just throw away seventy-five euro?
0: Oh, I because I didn't. Um, I just got a bank at that point, and like I didn't really know how to do the check thing and then by the time I figured it out I think it was too late maybe I still could deposit it somewhere in my files wow I know I'm not You're a living high man. if
1: you can just throw away 75 euro man well didn't,
0: yeah okay <laughs> but,
1: but yeah I thought that was kind of uh, but just interesting so every, every, everyone knows I'm shocked just because uh, paper checks are literally not a, thing, not a thing in thing, Germany any, in, in any sense so I,
0: I'm blown away Wait, why would they give you a paper check Dude, I, I don't know I even asked friends I was how do I cash a check they're like what's a check like I don't know how to cash a check so it's never kind of, never it was a scam or something. I don't know. Maybe it was a scam, I don't know. I, 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 I have it somewhere, I can show it to you.
1: Whew, bizarre. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, as I mentioned, you know, for freelancers and people of means, who can who can opt to for private health insurance. Enjoy that fancy private. There exists private health insurance, um, which honestly, in my situation, is cheaper than most public health, probably less money than you're paying for your public health insurance. Yeah, probably. Um, and the you know the private health insurance here is basically it, the same as any American private health insurance that you'd get. It's just a lot cheaper. You know, like I get full coverage for pretty much everything, and I pay roughly two hundred euro per month. Which I know oh. I know my dad pays about twelve, or he did at some point pay twelve hundred euro per month, which I think is pretty normal in the states and, to pay around a thousand
0: dollars. I think. And is it like the states where you have uh, a deductible?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. But but you, you you choose you basically choose how much your deductible is by uh, how much you want your premium to be you know so sure uh, for at the level when when I first signed up I was fresh to Germany uh, not making that much money and so I was like hey, let's keep my monthly uh, premiums down and and I had a thousand euro deductible but I could have chosen a five hundred euro deductible if I just wanted to pay. I don't know 30 or 40 euro more per month or whatever it was you know what I mean And can you explain deductible for anybody who does not
0: know what that is
1: it it just means um, up and up uh, anything that costs less than a thousand dollars you have to pay out of pocket and when your costs go over a thousand then the health insurance starts paying and and, and that's not per month that's just
0: that's uh, in in a year so thousand euros in a year yeah. So you get something for fifty, something for hundred, and eventually adds up to a thousand. If
1: after a few months you add it up to over a thousand, you can start uh, claiming, you know, uh, off of your health insurance. They'll pay. No, no, this is only for uh, kind of doctors' visits and elective stuff because uh, for. Emergency room, like ambulances, etc. Like it's it's covered by my health insurance. So. Oh, automatically. Uh, yeah, more or less. Like, oh, okay. Um, but that's kind of a big difference between private. See, you never exchange any money, right? So, I've like, never done that. No. Yeah, with a private health insurance, you pay the bill and then you just send a copy of the bill to your health insurance. They reimburse you. That's the difference okay. in private health insurance. Okay. Um, and that's actually a weird thing, in. All the times I've been to the doctors in the in Germany, uh, so you you go, you just kind of flash your card, like oh, okay, you're private, whatever, and then you get the bill, but really most of the time, like three months later, like a- ages after you visited the doctor, to the point where. Most of the time, I can't even remember what that bill, like, like I can't even remember you that. You just get a
0: bunch of random bills in the mail. No, but
1: it's like, you know, you went for whatever, and then three months later, it's like you vaguely remember what that was for, you know?
0: And then and then that bill you send to your insurance company.
1: If you want to. Because you, or you just pay it. See, because with my health insurance, if you claim nothing throughout the year, so if I send them nothing the whole year, I get paid 500 euro every summer for not claiming anything
0: is that like straight up 500 euro
1: 500 yeah every july i get 500 euro in my straight bank account cash straight cash yeah um wait how? every year every year if you don't use it if I, yeah if i don't use it every year and it's
0: a whiskey fund don't get sick buy some whiskey
1: <laughs> no but like in in nine years in germany i've never claimed anything On am really you've never claimed anything Nope. J-j- with uh, with my travel uh, health insurance, yes, when I was
0: actually visiting the states. But So uh, they're losing money on you.
1: No, I'm not no, costi- no, I'm no, not no. Costi- no, they're they're awesome. they love, year, love they're me. Yeah, yeah. No, month. they love me. Um, they love you. Because they're getting 200 euro per month, you know, times 12 months yeah. and then vi- so and I'm never claiming anything. So anyway, so it, so in my case, it's actually great because I just never claim anything and my health expenses for entire year are almost always less than 500 euro. So that 500 euro bonus I get for not claiming actually pays back all my health and health uh, you know expenses throughout the year. So Crazy. It's, it, it's a weird system, so it's, but it's
0: kind of like a little game. You know, you gotta kind of see what the risk is. You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like, is it worth it? Is it not? Right. You know. I mean. Um. But it, it's really not worth it till yeah. You really get well over a thousand to for me to for me to claim it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. And speaking of uh, of like paying things. um, just quickly, like when I was my first time at the doctor, I, I, yeah, I, I walked in and, you know, I was sick, whatever. And I went to the reception, I gave him my card, and then like, doctor, be right with you. I waited, what, 10, 15 minutes. So the doctor, um, he said whatever. And at the end, I went back to the reception. I was like, okay, what's my uh, what's my copay? What do I have to pay right now? And he's like, oh, nothing, you can go right home. And I was like, just, I looked there right now, I was like, just right home? I just go walk right home right now. He's like, yeah, go home. And I was like, all right. So then I went to the apotheca, the uh, pharmacy to get my prescriptions and i think it was like the woman's like oh it's like 10 euros like oh okay she's like i was like you know 10 euro i thought was like fine uh and it's like but if you take the receipt and send it to your insurance they'll pay for it nice. i was like what is this <laughs> this is crazy like I, nice. I, I never i knew like insurance was cheaper i had no idea it was so Covered, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, because in the US you have something that's called usually you have something that's called it's called copay, which you don't have, even with private health insurance, you don't have it. No. And it makes no sense. I don't get how to describe it, but basically if you go if you every time I went to the doctor in the US, uh, you go, you check in, say, hey, I have this appointment, and then depending on your health insurance company, you have to right then on the spot pay them a like what, flat, 10 euro, $10. Uh, sometimes $25, <sighs> $50. It depends on what you're thinking. So it's 10 $20, $30 copay. That's just kind of a fee for visiting the doctor, and that's before, of course, the actual bill for whatever the doctor does to you. I make that sound bad, but yeah. whatever, whatever positive things the doctor does to you in the in the back room. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, but like as I mentioned before, if you visit uh, Germany just on travel health insurance, the they will not pay for things outright it's kind of like a german private health insurance you have to ask for reimbursement later okay um so i had a thing when i was in munich when i was 18 um had a you know a a bad uh physical ailment ailment let's call it woke up in the back of a a ambulance and had to spend three days in a hospital in munich in which many horrifying things happened um which maybe we'll talk about later, Uh, (laughs) did not impress me about the German health insurance uh, or German health system at the time. Uh, But after three days there, when I was still in my hospital garment, the doctor came in and said, "Uh, yeah, you owe $700, there's an ATM down the street. And he made me walk down the street in my hospital gown to to go to an ATM to go pay for this, yeah. What? Yeah. And I'm not going to say every, you know, and this, this was, and I was 18. So many years ago, I'm not, and it's that, it could be that specific hospital. Uh, But anyways, on a, on a cheap, you know, uh, students travel health insurance, uh, it's going to mean nothing to a German hospital. Basically like you're going to have to go pay for yourself and then try to get reimbursement later. Yeah. I I guess
0: that makes sense. So I guess, yeah, I guess some travelers insurance if you're, you know, Super cautious.
1: Yeah. And now, fi- finding a doctor, uh, especially yeah. if you don't speak German, could be a little difficult, right?
0: Yeah, finding an English doctor can, can be very difficult, actually. I think well, they're... Are- finding an English one would be difficult, but an uh, English-speaking one would be... Yes. Finding it Fuck. <laughs> finding an English-speaking one will be difficult. <laughs> uh, and I think there are some websites that you can maybe help you search for one. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's hard to find an English-speaking doctor. I found one before, but then... My, English got, my German my English got better as well. My German got better, and uh, now I just go to the doctor down the street because he's down the street, she's on the street, and um, I don't want to walk far when I'm sick.
1: Yeah, and again, there are, of course, in Berlin, English-speaking doctors, but you'll find even less out in the countryside and villages, etc. Exactly.
0: Um, Berlin, you might get really lucky. I'm sure there's many more in Berlin than, than there are in other cities or um, yeah. towns in, in Germany, so keep an eye out for that uh maybe do some research i'm sure uh, there's forums out there that tell you where there are some english speaking doctors yeah but from
1: my experience only about 20 25% of the doctors in germany will say that they're english speaking doctors and will take english speaking patients so and, and and i'm
0: sure that some of them do speak english but maybe they don't want to diagnose wrong or you know
1: exactly yeah so there's only 20 25% of doctors are are versed in english in terms of they know all the, um, you know, medical related sure, vocabulary, again. exactly, et cetera, And they feel comfortable with that. And I found, uh, just so everybody knows, that a lot of these English speaking doctors that say they speak English when you show up, the actual nurses and the people checking you in usually don't speak English. Right. And it kind of freaks you out because you think, oh God, but they said they spoke, English. oh, I'm in that wrong place. What's going. But usually it's just the nurses, but the doctor himself or herself speaks English. So just so you know, when you show up, if you encounter that, you're probably still okay, you know, it's yeah. it's just it's just and, the nurse. And yeah. just
0: say if you don't know any German, just say ich bin krank, which means I am sick. And you yeah. you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, or even print something out at your hotel that says I am sick, I have
1: this, I have an appointment this time and really just show the p- piece of paper to the woman True. and problem solved and you know. Yeah, and, it,
0: it can be really uh, nerve-wracking going to the doctor when you do not speak the uh, the native language um because you know you're sick and whatever and even right now my German's pretty good, but going to a doctor is a totally different type of conversation totally yeah. different type of language so like even now it's still really nerve wracking I remember last time I went last or in um, in August last year I was uh, I think I, I, I tonsillitis something like that and a doctor was telling me what to do what was wrong with me and like I was kind of keeping up but not really, so it's really, it's it's scary. You and know? when it comes
1: to your health, you don't want to kind of keep up. You want exactly. to know, you wanna you, even, when you, even when you do it in English, you still have questions, right? So like 100%, uh, yeah. when you do it in German, that's why really visiting a doctor for me is something I refuse to do, and, at least right now, in a language other than English, because it involves your health and you don't want to mess up. And I think I once, when I broke my arm, I had a doctor I had to go to check up on my cast and my progress. Yeah. And he, yeah, I got lazy like you and he was, next door to my building. So I went to him and, and when I, sh- I shouldn't have. And I understood enough and everything was fine. But there was one time when he told me to take my cast off at a certain point and I misunderstood him and I didn't. Ooh. And then the next time I saw him and he freaked out, he's like, what are you doing with your cast still on? I told you to take this off. And it's like, and then that's when I was like, okay, this is exactly why misunderstandings aren't
0: good. When yeah, it's, exactly. When it's health
1: exactly. Rela- I, I think when it comes to banking and your health, that's when you really want to know what's
0: going on. 100%. I can only agree. Um, okay. So going to the actual office is also a ex- an extremely different experience than it is in the states, yeah. in the in the u s, at least where I'm from, usually it's in like an office park, we call them, yeah, an office park, a beautiful yeah. building, usually at a like clean looking building.
1: yeah. and it's usually you'll have the doctor's office and maybe next door is a plastic surgeon next door is you know, it's like usually a lot of medical related offices next to each other, yeah, with a big parking lot,
0: you know. Yeah, exactly. And here, at least in Berlin, I'm sure there are places like that around Germany, but here in Berlin, at least, um, it's, it's weird. You, they pretty much look like any other apartment building that you'd see around the city and you might see like Arztpraxis, like doctors yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah, there'll
1: be, there'll be a plaque on the, like near the, the bells, Small you know, flag, but it's there that says, you know, doctors or doctor,
0: what, you know, whoever, whatever's name, you know, office. Exactly. And, um. Then you just ring the doorbell, but you will notice on the doorbell there's a bunch of other names on there of people that live there. So pretty much they're only in residential buildings, more yeah. or less. Not
1: not only um, our, our urologist is actually in a proper medical facility. True, we
0: have the same urologist. Yeah, it's really cute.
1: Yeah, I, was, I referred, so it yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah, but, true. but he's right, like yeah, it's 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 kind of weird because. Yeah, you'll be walking in this building, and you know there's normal apartments. And then you'll reach what used to be a, an apartment, but Probably, you know, yeah. has a little plaque outside with the office hours. And then you go inside, and it's the in the interior. The interiors are al- almost always uh, beautiful, and they have they have been renovated, and it looks like a proper doctor's office. And but some are yeah, are... My,
0: my doctor looks like an old apartment, pretty much. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a fine doctor. Like yeah. I, I've been there a million times. She's nice, but like it looks like. Um, I mean, the wall is kind of like my apartment. Um, it's clean, everything like that. It's just an old you know, building from 1911 or whatever. But it, it, it's a little shocking as an American because I'm used to very clean, updated, whatever. And this place is kind of like a small apartment with little waiting room, reception, and a few doors down where you see the doctor.
1: Yeah, so you, you when my dad visited maybe a couple of years ago, I can't remember what happened, but he he got sick, of flu or who knows what, and he had to visit the doctor. So I found a doctor near my place that would accept him. And he's saying, When we showed up, he's kind of like Jeff. Wait, where's the doc? This, this looks th- gross. Yeah, and because it, because it, yeah. in, in in the eyes of an American, and I'm sure people from maybe the UK, I don't really know how it is there or wh- wherever else, uh, you think that reflects on the quality of the doctor, like right. like oh, he's doing this out of his house. it's like no, no, no it's not his house. It's it's just they've converted an old looks apartment. looks like his house. Yeah, exactly. But the, it does not reflect on the quality
0: of the doctor. It's it's a pretty normal thing so once you're in the doctor so you you went to reception you showed your card like you're going to you know it's like mm. going past a bouncer at a, at a strip club or whatever uh you showed your card you get in you're waiting and then when you actually get to the doctor's office someone calls you they bring you into the room and it's very also very like actually extremely different than mm. it is in the states
1: yeah definitely i mean it well i think one of the first things that i noticed is that in the states right when you're when, when you're called it's usually the nurse they call your name and then that nurse walks with you to the doctor's office, right? In the, in the states, right? She sits down with you. She then asks, "What's wrong? Uh, what's going on? What are your symptoms?" Takes your like weight, your height, etc. And then she ha- there's a little uh, like patient's bed with butcher paper on it, you right, know, like as, this crinkly white paper. Yeah, as if you're gonna whip a pickle out and like you know wrap it up like at a butcher shop or something <laughs> like that. Uh, so you and they, they sit, make you sit down there. Sometimes they ask you
0: to remove your pants randomly yeah, get, get into one of those uh those weird uh gown things where right. your butt's always hanging out
1: yeah and then you sit there pantsless and she says okay wait for the doctor and you wait 10-15 minutes and the, in, a doctor, in, a, in a
0: really awkward wait
1: yeah exactly like because you're, you're just staring at the wall it's usually cold you're not that comfortable your phone's in your pants you feel
0: weird getting up getting your phone
1: yeah yeah but in germany <laughs> it's not like that like the the nurse doesn't really come in with you that usually it's the doctor that comes out calls you right you walk in and and it's much more of an office, office with a desk. It's it's not as clinical as it's more like an office with a few medical related things rather right, than like a
0: clinical setting. By my doctor, she has it's like an office and on the right side she has that paper, that mm-hmm. that table with the with the paper on it. But I've only used it no, I didn't use it once actually. And um, but yeah, so it's just an office with like a desk, the doctor's chair with her computer and then the chairs at the opposite end. Yeah, and, and you sit talk.
1: you sit at the chair as if it's a job interview, right? Or right. yeah, or like
0: you're in a lawyer's office, something like right. that.
1: Right. And then they go, Okay, hey, what's going on? And then they start talking to you. And so that that is kind of the first thing I notice as being a, a big difference.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like it's weird too. So like when you're sick, at least every time I've gone, I say, Hey, I have, you know, um, I have a headache, my stomach's not doing well, and I have a sore throat. And I was like, Okay, you probably have this. Let me look at your throat maybe and I'll like look at my throat for a second. It's like, yeah, you probably have this. Here's a prescription. How many days do you want off of work? <laughs> and I'm like, what wh- how many days do you think I need? Like how's three days sound? I'm like, does three days sound good to you right. because you're the doctor yeah. <laughs> and I'll give me you know three four days off of work and um give my prescription and like if you, if you still feel bad, come back in three days. So I find that bizarre because usually in the States, they look at you, you're naked, you know, they look at you, everything to make sure you're all good, maybe run some tests maybe. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's the big difference is in the States really, uh, when it
0: comes to testing,
1: they will do it. Just in case, whereas in Germany, it's only like a last resort, which but I prefer the American way because they go, you know what, it could be this. Let's just just do a quick test. Let's do this test. Let's do a few things. And then they find out exactly what you need, what you have. Whereas in Germany, as you said, they say, eh, you probably have this. Here's uh, some uh, pills. Uh, come back in three days if, if it's if it doesn't go away, and then right. we'll and then we'll do some further tests if if I'm needed, assuming you know. so, because i've yeah. never
0: I've never had to come back to three days later. Like I've oh, always okay. been right. And I'm also assuming, you know, in a big city like Berlin, there are lots of bugs that go around every, you know, every year, there's always a few bugs going around. Mm. So I'm assuming the doctors are well versed in the bugs, and they just you know say, "Hey, you probably have this bug. Come back in three days I'm not. And everyone I've known living here has always gotten the care they needed, yeah, like I, the way we're painting it sounds really bad. and it is really weird, and I'm still not used to it. But, I mean, everyone that I know has gotten, you know, the the care they they needed. Oh, no, no, a- a-
1: absolutely. And another diff- big difference about the office itself is, itself is in the U.S. Usually you go to a doctor's office. They have all the equipment there. They have a separate room for x-rays. They have yeah. the, the blood test room, etc. Whereas here the offices are so small if you need an x-ray, then they send you they to, get a, a guy. to a different building down the street or across town and send you to a different place to get the blood test, maybe. Because, uh, you know, again, the space is just so small, they
0: don't have enough room for all this equipment like they do right. in the U.S. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Another interesting thing is this little book of um, uh, vaccines. So everyone in Germany, I have one, too. But to be honest, I lost it again. I on second <laughs> it's one. Not good, man. Well, uh, well yeah.
1: Well, I don't, don't know. you just have a place where you put your important documents? Yeah. And it got lost from
0: there? Maybe. Well, it's that... a, it's, a, it's really small.
1: <laughs> it's also bright yellow, though. It's
0: bright yellow. And you're supposed to have it on you at all times, I guess. Did you describe what the book is for? It's a, it's a vaccine book. And also has like allergies as well. So it has every vaccine you've had. And if you have any important allergies, that's on there as well, in case you have an emergency, emergency situation. They can open up your book and say, hey, he's allergic to this. Don't give him that.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, it's not helpful for that because you don't carry the book with you. So. We well, you're supposed to. Okay, but you don't. But you're supposed to. Okay. Uh, nobody does. Um no. But, but it's, I think it's more health helpful just in the sense that like you can remember, oh, I got vaccinated for this three years ago or, I got, or in this state, whereas in the States, you'd get vaccinated and then it'd be, kind of be put in your file at that doctor's office, but then you right. move so many times and then it's like you forget, like, when was the last time I got a vaccine for this well, you know, I mean, thing? I
0: mean, to be fair, I lost mine because I've also had no vaccinations here, so
1: oh okay i have mine because i have a few vaccinations yeah because i went to india and places where you needed stuff
0: so yeah i've never gotten one here so i never had to really use it so but i'm sure once i get one but i do need one for an allergy because i have an allergy to penicillin and they said you have to have this book on you at all times because if mm. it's an emergency situation you know a lot of times they give you penicillin immediately you know for whatever yeah, yeah. and sure. um yeah i'm allergic to that so yeah so if you're with me and something happens and i'm talking and like there's a EMT tell them like hey this this homie's allergic to penicillin okay now let's talk talk about some some, some positives of the German health system yeah uh, well one like we said if you're publicly funded you're not paying anything in the pocket that's nice prescriptions are very cheap in comparison to the USA like very very cheap
1: yeah general health (laughs) care is much cheaper a good example is I broke my arm uh, in Germany uh, spent six hours at the hospital. You know they gave me a cast, X-rays, medication, etc. The entire hospital stay was about 175 euro. Oh my god! Which in the states would cost you thousands? Because once thousands. I went, once I went to the med- emergency room because I was uh, urinating blood, and it was late at night, and I couldn't go to the normal doctor because closed. That's how to me as well once. Uh, so, but it was like I went. I don't think there was any tests. I just explained what was happening. She gave me a few uh, little pills, and that visit cost seven hundred something dollars. I think in the states. In the states, yeah. Wow. So that's kind of a difference between uh, prices. So you know, things generally, medications, etc., are are cheaper. E- here. E-
0: yeah, even without insurance, they're they're much cheaper. Yeah. Another weird negative or positive? It depends. I kind of look at it if from a societal view. Maybe it's a positive, but as no, a, for me, it's a negative. As a person, it's probably negative. <laughs> so, I think everybody, as a patient, is a person. Yeah, I mean, as I like a society, you'll you'll get one of me. Let, let me let me talk, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> um, so a lot of ger- Germany's hardly get like strong drugs like um, Oxycontin or Vicodin, me, or Vicodin or Vicodin yeah. or Percocets, whatever, and uh, they usually just kind of give you um, either herbal things or uh, very strong ibuprofen yeah very over-the-counter lightweight
1: medication right
0: yeah I think for the society it could be a good thing because there's not a big opioid epidemic here like there is um, unfortunately in the States so I think it's a good thing that they don't prescribe it you know a lot but I guess the bad thing because like you told me you you. you, you uh,
1: yeah so uh, yeah a few years ago had a quick had a bicycle accident shattered my uh, elbow it was an extreme extreme pain and When the whole night ended and I was leaving, they gave me some ibuprofen, which was weaker than the ibuprofen I had back in my apartment. And I said, Whoa, doctor, no, 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 I'm ex, this barely works for headaches. Give me something, give me the good stuff. He's like, Oh, okay. So he went back and he just got me two ibuprofen. Yeah, no, no, he got me ibuprofen just instead of like the 100 milligrams, the 200 milligrams. And I just, I was like, No, no, you don't understand. This is not going to help at all. True, I couldn't sleep for three days, and I was in so much pain and felt awful. But luckily, I had a Italian roommate who she she had some leftover kind of like Vicodin uh, stuff from Italy, Mm -hmm. and I took it, and finally the first night I could sleep without pain. And and and, and and that's the thing, like so I I totally agree with you because culturally that is that is amazing that we don't have that kind of a
0: problem like we do in the states with the opioids. Doctors are very, very reluctant to give it. They, they do have it. I've, I've known people who've had it before, yeah. but they're very, very, very reluctant to give it out but because they, they gotta, know it's very addicting. They
1: got to loosen up, though, when people are in true pain, though. Like, I understand not just handing them out like Tic Tacs, but uh, when you're in real pain.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, sure. we have
1: a friend who shattered her leg and she has the same problem. They're not giving her real stuff. You yeah, know? Her, her
0: leg got, like, and you can't sleep messed up, it. too. It's, yeah,
1: so... Um, Yeah, so so that's that's unfortunate.
0: That's that's unfortunate. Uh,
1: And one more negative is just the general bedside manner of (laughs) German doctors. You know, Germans in general are very direct and not very emotional when it comes to business-related things. Yeah. um, uh, I mean, of course, with their friends and loved ones, they are very, very emotional. But in terms of business, they're not. And in the U.S., doctors are much more... Empathetic, and mm-hmm. they'll sit down and they'll calmly talk with you and, and e- ease your anxiety and really explain all the options well. Whereas in Germany, they're very direct and just like, "This is what you have. Take this. Go." Like they, they don't try to ease your no your anxiety at all. Like
0: yeah, yeah. I think that's something you just gotta, I guess, be get used to. But I guess if you have a really bad disease and a doctor straight up tells you. Yeah, you have this disease. Okay, have a good evening. Yeah, but you had an like, e- experience with your dentist recently. We said it was the exact opposite. Finally, yeah, true. I went to the dentist, and uh, I'm I get very scared of the dentist, and I haven't mm-hmm. been in three years. And sorry, mom. And so I was like, you know what? I'm finally gonna go. Uh, and I didn't go after like a while because I was too scared to go. You know, because you're worried how bad things had gotten. Or? Exactly, uh, yeah. and like I, I just the, the, everything just freaks me out. At the dentist. Yeah, I went, and he could see I was nervous. He's like, Yeah, you do have one cavity. It's not very deep. And I was like, uh, I told him like usually when I get Novocaine, you know, the local anesthetic, they uh, they have to give me like when I was a kid like two or three or four times because like I guess I'm very I don't know my body rejects it easily. Is, is
1: very tolerant of, tolerant. of the, That's medication. the word tolerant.
0: Yeah. And he's like, he's He's like, ha ha ha. And he told me, like, a lot of people say this, if it hurts, put your hand up, we'll be okay. I was like, I have a lot of anxiety. And then he's like, I can tell you do. We'll be fine. Again, if you're nervous, if you don't feel comfortable, put your hand up, we'll take care of it. Nice. He's like, it's not that deep, you know, and he's like really talking me through it. And I felt so much better. Yeah. So that's definitely, a, a I think, a big negative. And hopefully maybe uh, people will get more bedside manner. Right. And obviously, it's very important. obviously, this doesn't apply
1: to all germ doctors. No, of course not. But I- I'd still say 75% have a pretty bad bedside manner. Again, get everything we're
0: saying is our experience. Right, so yeah. in our experience this is what we've seen. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but uh, but just, just so you know, uh, you know they, they might not coddle you as much as in the U.S. Exactly. But, but they will offer great health care because as we saw, German Germany does have, uh, what was it, ranked 25th in the world. So obviously everybody is getting well. Um, exactly. You know, they might not have a smile on
0: their face, but they're getting well. So yeah, and 100%. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. I think it, spe- yeah, and, 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 and speaking of uh, medication, I think I need some medication for this oh, whiskey because sorry. this is one of the few whiskeys. The more I drink it, the less I like it. Cheers! Cheers! Let's, Cheers. Try this again. The
1: smell actually, I don't really like that much. Ooh, the smell not at all. Uh, now that I think about it, be- before oh, it just be- before I was very like. Uh,
0: What's the word? Indifferent, but now there's this really weird aftertaste that's that's lingering, and like I'm drinking some of my beer right after every time I have it because I need something to kind of wash it down. That's I, not I, good. I, yeah, I'm really, I'm not enjoying this. Um, I don't have. Again, I don't it's have, not awful, but I'm not enjoying drinking this. No, I would not voluntarily
1: pick this off of a shelf. There's, n- I, am not going to even waste more time talking about it. Guess a five out of ten, or maybe yeah. even a four. Nah, four is kind of verging on awful. I, I say I can't give. I f- five is the highest I, I can give it. That's I cannot like go higher than five. Five is a max. Five out of ten is maximum I can give it.
0: I'm gonna go five out of ten. Uh, maybe you can mix it with something. Might be okay. I don't know. Um, but
1: if you have to mix it, then it's then it means you don't like the taste, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's just I don't know. It's it's kind of bland. It's got a weird aftertaste. There's not much going on with it. There's not any smokiness that I can really discern. It's I, I can I can taste it. It's just such a hint of it though. It's a splash. Yeah. yeah. The bottle is like just a very generic whiskey bottle. Nothing to do with the taste, but I'm just putting that out there.
1: To be honest, none of this is a surprise to me. Just. But since it's a last minute cheap bottle of whiskey made, yeah. by, made by a supermarket, discount supermarket store.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, this is my fault. I grabbed it. Um, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's a single bottle. It mold, no, no, but hey, I didn't look hard enough. You, you don't know until you try it. So it's I'm fine. Sorry, no, it's fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're. this is going to be a uh, non-recommended. If you need something cheap, but honestly, if you need, actually, if you need something cheap, if you need something cheap and like you have a few friends coming over and you just want to have like something cheap for whiskey, like you could drink it. It'd be fine.
1: No, yeah, yeah. If this is forced on your throat, you will be fine. You will not die. It's okay. Yeah, like instead of this, just just grab a standard bottle of Jameson. Yeah, please Jameson. do. Do yourself a favor. Just grab the Jameson. Do not grab this. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's just it's literally the same price. About so. Yeah. So, so great anyways. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. You know, don't remember to give us those uh, reviews and those stars if you're so inclined to if do so. If you're so inclined. Check out our website at agdwpodcast.com. Send us a message, you know, uh, re- request a topic that we can talk that we can talk about. Yeah, uh, please, as a, please do. Or re- or uh, send us a, a request for a whiskey you'd like us to drink we, or we, or send us an actual
0: whiskey, you know. We read and we, and we reply to uh, all the messages that we receive. We really appreciate them so um yeah keep them coming we you know we'll give you a shout out um if that matters to you at all thanks for listening again again um check out uh the podcast get up and get out with steve Chrysal. we're on the uh recent episode it came out um monday september 1st yes give that a listen i think you'll like it
1: yeah it's a good time we have a good time a lot of laughs and you know this will be the first time in the history of our show that I do not end the show with a clink and sip of a whiskey because I don't want to. It's going to be a clink and sip of a beer. (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. Cheers. There it is.
0: Oh, that's much better. Yeah, it's more refreshing. (laughs)